There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Pitter-patter, the rain coats the bracken. Frogs and newts stand proud. Droplets besprinkle the bay window, blurring the warmth of the moon underwater. I'm Robbie Knox and I'm the landlord of the Moon Underwater, a mystical place where guests create their dream pub. The I'm usual, right? Yeah, usual. Mm, please. There we go. Let's get that. Thank get you. that poured for you. What have you been up to this week? Anything good? Well, it's great in the correct realm because um, I don't know if you know. I like I like bird spotting. So did, I did not know that. No, yeah. Twitcher. Twitcher. Yep. Yep. What? Any seen any good ones? And I've seen you, all the rare ones are here. Are they? So I've seen a capercaillie this week. Okay, yep. good. Two of them. What colour yeah. would that be? A black with okay. a bit of, bit of red. Yeah. I do a little sort of weird mirroring dance sometimes. Okay. That was exciting. Yeah. Saw a nightjar. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's, that's brown. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw a red-necked grebe. <laughs> wow, those sounds... On the, on, the, on the estuary. Are they are they native to the correct realm? Oh, I don't know, but they're just more, there's just more of them here than okay. there are. You that's know. a real trivia. Do you, know, do you know what I've been meaning to bring up to you? Like, the yeah. other night when you were in here... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely loved that limerick you did. Oh, yeah. I was wondering maybe if you could just recite it for me now. Yeah, mm. I think I can't remember. I think it started. Um, there once was a young man from Venus. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, just, but you want me to tell? Yeah, just say it now. Right just now. I really enjoyed it. I'd just like to hear it again. Um, uh, when did I tell? It's just the other night. Just the other night. It should be maybe stalling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's. I, I just. I don't know. I was sort of just trying to tell that to. To some of the locals, wasn't it? Yeah, just go on, just yeah. yeah. Well, th- there. What was it? There was a young man from Venus. There was There's a, a clean limerick, as I recall. There was it? a yeah. young man from Venus. Yeah. Who went to his mum and said, "Clean us." She got out the soap that was hanging on a rope. <laughs> and. <laughs> Um, and uh, she said and, and said um, <laughs> wow you've been eating Venus yeah, yeah. it's not as good as I remembered it yeah, actually, yeah, it's, not as, yeah. Good. it's <laughs> not as good when you haven't been when you haven't had a cup of yeah, drinks no, fair, you know, sorry to change the subject I know yeah, you're, yeah. In, you're enjoying reciting that yeah. and who's that who's that scrolling across the fells is it coming it's coming in it's a television presenter, Tim Lovejoy. Tim, how Hello, are Tim. you? Very good, thank you. How are you? Very, very well, actually. Not good. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's, what's speak, the difference? Let's speak English properly. <laughs> is the uh, difference being that you are... My mum will correct me. Okay. <laughs> so. Is that... Is that... Is the difference that you are healthy, but... There's no particular. There's no mood. difference. It's There's just no a different, different word. Obviously, <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm great. I actually have had an operation though. I had a, a hernia operation recently, so I'm 
in recovery from that. Sleep deprivation is the hardest bit because it yeah. wakes you up at night. Yeah. I'm not very good when I haven't had a lot of sleep. So I might be rubbish on this. Oh, well. We'll see. I don't really know what a hernia is. I've heard of it. It's a bit of your bit of your innards coming out of your outwards. Like a bit of your innards <laughs> poking through your... I, went, I basically went to a doctor and said, oh, I've got this hernia in my belly button. Another doctor had seen yeah. it. And then he, he, he went to a surgeon. He said, you've actually got two. Oh, so I had a is double. That, is that good luck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he said. He said it's good because you get two for the price of one. Okay, so oh, what they do is poke it in. And... Yeah, they then sew it up and stick gauze in and stuff. I don't really know what they do, and then they glue you up. And does yeah, it feel and better now? Uh, no, because it's still a little. So it was about three weeks ago, and yeah. it takes six weeks before I'm back, um, able to be full fitness. So or do full fitness stuff you know so so good, i'm a few uh, weeks in good footballers injury isn't it they have yeah it is yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i like getting injuries that i've heard that footballers have yeah had. i really do want you, to do my acl yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you really like bird watching <laughs> no no oh, well i no not really no, i do like birds okay. i do like i do sort of know a little Cause bit because we, we, on sunday brunch i've had so many guests who get into it mm. like bill bailey and vic reeves mm. and stuff like that and, and they try and explain what it is. And I can't get my head around why they like, like I get fishing because you mm. just sit there in a field yeah. with a, next to some water or mm. sit there somewhere next to water. And it's sort of meditative, it's relaxing. Maybe that's the same with bird watching, but to me it just feels kind of slightly frustrating yeah. if you're actually looking for yeah. something. You know those books where you, where's Wally? Mm. I mean, I hate that sort of stuff where you're looking <laughs> for something. So it, it, it might just be a, you know, nature's version of where's Wally. I'm, I'm more of if I'm walking around in nature and I, and I see a bird, that's, and I but can, that, and isn't I that can... all of us, Dad? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I was fishing in the summer in France and I, uh, and we were sitting there fishing, me and my son, and then I just saw this flash of blues just start flashing yeah. across the river. And I went, wow. And then I, and I wonder what that is. And I went, oh, well, of course, it's a kingfisher. But I've never seen a kingfisher right. before. And it, so just, it just sort of flashed around. It was beautiful. So your it's, hobby is looking. Yeah, it's looking. <laughs> just yeah, using just eyes. Looking. I, went yeah. to, I went to Scotland on holiday. I'm not going to tell you where because I don't want everyone to go because I want to go back. But it's such a beautiful place and the beaches are amazing. Scotland's amazing. Well, Britain's amazing. Mm. You know? British Isles, fantastic place. And I was up there and there were gannets and they dive for fish. And it is the most exceptional thing to watch. They all sort of just fly around and then dive oh, down. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm with a local going, have you seen that? And they're looking at me like, are you mental? It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, like I've seen a squirrel. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's so normal for them to see. And then I'm walking along a bit further and there's a seal. And then there's two seals and there's three seals. And I'm on a cliff top and they're just looking at me. And I'm like, yeah. have you seen that? And they're like, yeah, they yeah. live in the water. <laughs> yeah. And it feels so weird, yeah. you know, coming from London yeah. to see all these things. We are here to chat pubs, Tim. Yeah. What are your first memories and experiences of pubs growing up? Uh, my brother taking me. My, mom, my dad didn't really do pubs, but my brother did. <laughs> and I was very young. I grew up in Hertfordshire, in like a little town out there. And my brother, um, he just used to go, come to, let's go. He'd, I'd hang out with all his mates, him and his mates. He's a couple of years older than me. And they'd take me to the pub and he'd make me sit there and he'd go, you're only allowed to drink bitter because it's flat. And if you drink lager, it's bubbly and you'll be sick. That's <laughs> <laughs> science. That's amazing. So he used to go to the Black Horse with him and all his mates. So they're about, I mean, I've got to be honest with you, they're about... 17 or yeah. 16 because in those I think days, most yeah. people not mine but most people's experience first experience yeah. is they're not 18 when they yeah. experience yeah. The I, I don't think my mum will listen to this but I, <laughs> does, but I was probably 14, 15 yeah. I was sat in the corner of the pub and I was given uh, I was given a, uh, a a pint of bitter and uh and then every now and then someone would give me half a cigarette and go there you go there's half a like they'd smoke half it they'd go there you go there you go Tim and then they'd uh, give me half a cigarette to smoke, and, and that was it. And I, I used to love hanging out with him and his mates. Obviously, yeah, my, my yeah. Older brother. So yeah. it's quite exciting, that isn't it? When you're a teenager and you get in that sort of adult world, and you get those first sort of experiences of it. The excitement of drinking a pint of beer to me, because to, to begin with, it it sort of tastes a bit weird, doesn't yeah. it? Because you're used to sweet drinks. Mm. You know, when I was a kid, things like orange squash were, you know, <laughs> yeah. things people would drink. It wasn't so, wasn't so much fizzy drinks all the time. It's orange squash. Yeah. That's what people used to get. And then suddenly you you would go to a pub and there would be a pint of beer. I just remember the smell and, and how exciting it felt. And also, you know, you drink orange squash or a can of Coke or something, nothing happens. 
drink a pint of beer, yeah. suddenly a little bit of magic happens. Yeah. Your, you know, your your reality skews slightly, yeah. and you feel a bit different. And yeah, they, I played in a I played in a football team um, years ago down in a local town near me. And the dad was kind of like trying to be a cool dad. Do you know what I mean? He was like, <laughs> yeah. cool dads. He was divorced, and he was, and his son was in the team. His son had got in the team because he was the manager, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> but he bought us a shiny kit, and we all went there. We all, we actually all moved team to his team because they had they had a better kit. And it's kind of, I know it sounds pathetic, but you know how much yeah. kids love yeah. replica kits and stuff. And we all moved to this new kit, and we were all winning, and it was great. And he used to say, if we win, we can go to a pub and uh, I'll buy you a beer. So we used to sit in the beer garden. And it's, I mean, it's really irresponsible. Now. <laughs> we used to buy us all a beer and we'd be like, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's definitely but, a lot more relaxed, those sort of times. There was a pub down the road from me and it was, it sort of felt like the police knew about these things and turned a blind eye to it because there, there was a pub called The Halfway House and everyone knew if you're underage, you could get a drink in there. And... I think it was sort of the police knew, everybody yeah, sort of yeah. knew that's where the kids will go for yeah. underage drinking and you'll be fine, you know. And yeah. I, I don't know, but that felt like... like Yeah, I think there's always, even I remember going out into the town at, in, uh, at that sort of age and there was definitely pubs where, where people would talk and go, we definitely won't get served there. Yeah. That one, there's a good chance. Yeah. So they, yeah. they must have had different... Kind of standards, yeah. There must have been a. But what I like about beer, though, is now I I absolutely adore beer. Now it's my favourite thing. Mm. Um, not too much of it though. But yeah. you know, but what I love about beer is you, it's it's not like you you have a can of Coke or a can of whatever or a, a, a orange squash. You know why it tastes good because it's sweet. Yeah. With beer, you have to keep going at it a while mm. because it's the, the first time you try it, it's such a bizarre taste, isn't yeah. it, for your senses as a small as a teenager or whatever. Yeah. And so you have to put effort into, yeah, you do. into learning yeah. it. And once you have learned it, you're like, oh, this is just amazing. Yeah. You know? I didn't really drink beer until I was 21 regularly. I, I, didn't, I tried it, didn't like it, so I'd have cider. And then I was working in Canada in the ski resort and my boss, Adrian... There was a night, there was a day every two weeks where it's payday and everyone going to have drinks and you'd everyone would buy jugs and that. And I'd say, oh, I'm just going to get a cider because I don't, I don't like beer. And they'd go, what? You, you have to like beer. I said, I said, he goes, everyone's getting beer. You need to have the beer. I, I said, yeah, I don't really like the taste. He goes, no one likes the taste. <laughs> <laughs> no one likes the taste when you start. You just got to drink it. Yeah, and, drink he made me, and he got me to drink you... one pint every week. About three weeks in, I'm like, oh, yeah, beer, please. Yeah. Sort of thing. You do have to put the effort in. Like an Ian Brown album. I find you've got to put a little bit of effort in to get, <laughs> all right. to get, into, to get into it. <laughs> to get down. the benefits. Yeah, first of all, I think yeah. I'm not sure. But then once you put it in yeah. a little bit of time, you go, well, okay, Actually, yeah. that, that, that goes with a lot of music. Yeah. Stuff you, stuff you pick up straight away, you get bored of quickly if you put a little bit of effort into it. I think that's, yeah. uh, that helps. Yeah, I always yeah. think when I, I listen to a new album, the first song that I really like will soon become one of the ones that I'm like, no, nah, it's all right, I don't mind that. There'll be, a, there'll be one that sneaks under the yeah. radar. Same when you go to school or a new yeah. job. The yeah. first, first person you hear, you end up not liking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the first person I met at Stockholm was probably Neil. So yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaks volumes. Yeah. Uh, fabulous. Mentioned it there. We worked together at Soccer AM, yeah. uh, Tim, for seven years yes. I, was, I was there. What are your memories of the pub and drinking times of that Supreme era? Yeah, we was uh, finish the show, go over to the uh, rugby club, wasn't yeah. it? And then it was it was good actually because it was a, it was such a it was such a great time for uh, the country, Britpop. Yeah. Um, so it was it was a beautiful time, wasn't it? A wonderful, wonderful uh, coming together of music and football, and yeah. everybody seemed to want to be you know uh, in that world and so yeah it was great and then we used to go over to to the to the rugby club and then yeah. have a have a few maybe too many in those days because well, there wasn't really a pub nearby was there so no. we did have to go we'd walk across they see through some little lanes at the back Car of sky park, to the, the, the local court, yeah stuff like that yeah and it was yeah. it was weird because we'd bring all the guests we had on yeah. over there and it was you'd bring over like noel gallagher and they wouldn't particularly care. But then you bring over a, any rugby player and they'd be like, oh my God, Austin Healy's here or something like that. Yeah. They were really, really into it. Can you remember any particularly good trips to the rugby club after a show? Uh, I think there was a 48-hour trip to the rugby club with Chris Evans once. It didn't stay in the rugby club. <laughs> it, it, it went off elsewhere. 
Um, but I mean, Chris was, uh, he, 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 you know, he he was such a good laugh to be around. But Chris used to. You just... would have worked with him at Big Breakfast. Well, you, I did, you, yeah, yeah, but he didn't really remember. Me. Okay. He <laughs> <laughs> watched Soccer Am and he, he just chipped up a couple of times. I remember uh, Andy, the, the gooner in the gallery for any Soccer Am. Uh, fans listening and I remember down my ear would go Chris Evans is in the gallery he's just turned up to watch the show <laughs> and then and then we'd go out for a drink with him and, and he just he was just mad it was yeah. uh, but it was just exciting times wasn't it back then it was yeah. really it was you know the 90s I think was the our version of the 60s it was just yeah. kind of wonderful and, and, and felt very freeing and the music was great and you know I thought it was what a wonderful time yeah I did I remember one time I mean, one particular there were lots of different, there'd be big drinking sessions that you wouldn't know when they would happen. And some of them I sort of missed out on. I missed the time, I missed out on the one when I think Neil was sick on Frank Lampard's shoes or something. <laughs> wow. um, I don't remember was, that. that. was, it was an England-Germany game wow. in a qualifier or something like that, I think it was. And and I, I went home, I, I, I think I was going out in the evening, I went home to get some sleep or something and missed out on that. But I remember... It was the first time we had Star Sailor on, who are friends of ours. And the week before, we'd had Vernon Kay on, and it was Chelsea versus Bolton in the afternoon. And Vernon said, I'll come back next week to watch Chelsea versus Bolton with you. Have you got any recollection of this at no. all? <laughs> and we, went, we all went over to the rugby club. And we were, in my head, we weren't there that long, but we were there for, to at least final score in the football matches, which would have been like nearly five hours. And then I remember us going, I think we were going to like, Bayswater or somewhere to some snooker club or something I think that you knew or something I can't remember but I went I took my cab to the wrong place we got out in Shepherd's Bush because I was so drunk I remember just getting out with whoever was in my taxi and seeing loads of QPR fans leaving the game and just going oh, looking for photos and I'm thinking I'm too drunk to talk to people just jumping in another taxi getting everyone in and eventually finding where you guys were and we ended up going Back to Vernon Kay's house. Oh, that would have been that was a brand new snooker club which opened in Maida Vale. I only went there that oh, one time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we went back yeah, to and someone stole his cue ball or something. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> so we went back. And my friend Mark yeah, had come down from Norwich. There. Yeah, I was there. I knew you were. Yeah, and he, my, my, my friend Mark came down from Norwich, and it was the first time he'd been to Soccer AM. And yeah. I remember late in the evening we were at Vernon Kay's house. Like he goes, "Do you do this every Saturday?" I go, "Not really." <laughs> no. But then I remember waking up the next morning and Vernon was on the radio. And I was so hungover. And Vernon was like, I don't, the phone I turned on the radio, the first thing I heard Vernon say was, I am so hungover. Right. Like this as well. But then, but then he said on it, he goes, if you're at my house last night and you stole my cue ball, can I have it back? And I literally yeah. had to check my pockets. I think there can't be many people in the country that so, I had to know why they'd done it. Obviously, I worked on The Big Breakfast and, the, and been around The Word because that was the same production company and and then uh, did Soccer AM. I've never done a show hungover. I did one radio show hungover and I've did one sort of semi-drunk because I was getting a bit drunk with Slash and I thought, well, why not? But, um, you know, I've never done it because it's too hard a job yeah. to do. So I, I've, I've never done that. But the... The after the show experience, and sometimes you know the, the you know the few days leading up or whatever is always. It was so much fun in TV. I went down to watch TFI Friday a load of times, and yeah. that was also afterwards. Chris would take everybody out to the pub and stuff. It was just, it was, it was kind of magical times back then. It was very, very exciting. Yeah. And Stephen Mack and Joe Wiley have done a, a podcast on the BBC. It's really worth listening to about. Um, Britpop, uh, Britpop yeah. yeah, and it's really good because they t- they discuss how it actually happened because they were playing M people late at night and then boof, with an overnight they're suddenly playing, you know, Blur, Oasis, Pulp, etc., etc. And they explain it all, and then they said how there's one bit which is great where they explain how the sort of the indie scene, the Britpop scene, suddenly moves mainstream, and then they talk about Soccer M and they talk about how stars were suddenly turning up on Soccer M, which is really nice yeah. to hear. But but up until then, these got the bands were you know because. Because when I first started Soccer M, we were up against CD UK and we couldn't get any of the stars because they were all doing mm. CD UK, but the stars were all sort of pop acts and things yeah. like Spice Girly type scenarios. And I made a conscious decision, let's go for the band. So it was all just because they would do our show. Yeah. You know? And then it was all suddenly just all came together that actually the bands were bigger than the pop artists for, yeah, a, yeah, for, yeah, a, yeah. for a period of about two or three years. You know, the domination of Blur versus Oasis and all that yeah. really captured the mm. public's imagination. Yeah. Uh, we need to get on to yes, drinks, let's do it. really. Yeah. But Dan, first of all, do you want to explain your bell to Tim? Oh yeah, I've got this bell, Tim. If this goes off, I salvage this from a tugboat. <laughs> it goes off. The the Is that what a bell does? Go off. Go, if it goes off, uh, that means, it, well, it doesn't always happen, but it will mean that one of the drinks you've chosen will materialise 
on the bar in front of us. Oh, there is no obligation to drink can, it. Uh, you can have a smell of it. You can have a taste. Yeah. You can take it home with you if you want. But that is yeah. a, that is something that may or may not happen in the course of this episode. It has happened every t- other time before, though. So, so it's surprising every time. Tim, you get two draft options in your Moon Underwater. What is the first drink you're going to have on draft? The first one is the king of pub drinks, Guinness. And this is, you know, we talk about taking your first sip of beer or whether it be a bitter like me or, you know, like a out of a cask or it would be a a lager, which is most people's uh, first introduction to a draft pint or maybe cider in your case, you know, something like that. But eventually one, the day comes that you try Guinness and that same thing happens where you go, I'm not sure about this. What is it? And then you think, well, I'll go back because it looks, because it does look amazing. Mm, The color of it is amazing. So one day you go back and you try it again and then suddenly there's this realization one day for every drinker out there that this is the best. This is the premier beer you can get. This is the the drink. And actually, it's very much aimed at a winter drink, isn't it? Mm. On a hot summer's night, <laughs> Guinness yeah. is fantastic. And there, there's nothing better than a pint of Guinness. I, I, the, no, no drink comes close to it, I don't think. It's, it's a common view. It's the most... Mm. It's the most Dan, you're, you're our stato. I think that's our uh, 24th time that someone's picked Guinness and and I don't think any other beer has had more than four yeah. I was with a landlord the other day but one of my mates just bought a pub and he said uh, he said I'm <laughs> I'm not going to mention the pub but yeah. he said his mate who, who does so you don't some... want everyone else to go there no, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly his, his mate who does something with a brewery they're Guinness for some reason they didn't have Guinness and he put a stout on and he, he said he walked in the pub and he went what have you done what what is that? And he goes, it's a stout. He goes, no, 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 no. When people walk into a pub, if there's not Guinness and there's something else, they think this pub's crap because <laughs> every pub needs Guinness. Really? It's the first one you get on the on the bar. And if you don't have Guinness, don't have a stout. Do not have it wow. because you're what you're trying to imply. That's true, actually. What you're trying to imply is your stout is as good as Guinness. No. <laughs> There's no, <laughs> there's no stout as good as Guinness. So actually, I had someone on my show the other day talking about Sunday brunch, our show, because there's more than just me, and they were talking about right set, right setting for alcohol. So if you're going to drink uh, Cavoisier, be where Cavoisier is made and it, it mm. tastes nicer. And that we, we then moved on to Guinness. Everyone's had a pint of Guinness in Ireland, haven't they? And that pint of Guinness Island tastes nicer. There's no difference, I don't think, but I think it's set and setting. There's an Irish accent yeah. in the corner. Mm. The, you know, the, whatever the pub setting is, and you feel like you're in Ireland, there might be some trad music going on somewhere, and you think, oh, this tastes a lot nicer. Irish pub up the road from me, they do a trad night on Friday night. It's not going to say where, because I love going under. <laughs> but but so they get all the locals just, turn, like, Irish community turn up and just play the fiddles and the pipes and everything. It's a brilliant, brilliant night, oh, nice. but they, they serve Guinness there. And honestly, it just, but you look around the bar, no one's drinking anything else, but yeah, yeah. it's just, it's just incredible. But they, everywhere you go, the barmaids have got like, or the, or the bar men have got um, half Guinness poured when they're just about to, it's just brilliant. I love watching it. Yeah. I think that's a really good point though about, about pubs generally, whether it's Guinness or any drink, if you're in a really nice pub and it feels nice, the drink tastes better. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, know, you sort of settle, settle down and go. Oh, this is a really nice pine, and what a lovely place to be. Yeah, there's something. There's definitely something in that. A roaring atmosphere. fire. Yeah. A roaring fire. Yeah, it's lighting. That's yeah. the, that's the big thing yeah. with pubs. Yeah. So you've got to get the lighting right. It's yeah. got to be mood lighting. You know, if you go in somewhere and there's a strip light across the top, <laughs> got, you know, like, like <laughs> yeah. you go to a workies or something, and they've got strip light yeah, over yeah. the pool table, and I think you're like, mm, this pint's all right. I'll have, yeah. What's your cheapest one? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's like that. Yeah, so. it goes the other way. I mean, I've, I've mentioned this on on here before, but I remember. My wife Bev and I going to a vineyard in France. We're going. This is this is the best wine I've ever had, and buying a box of it and taking it back and then drinking it in a flat in Ballum. I cannot. This is the worst wine I've had in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. But when you're in a vineyard with the yeah. sun going down and the the guy who runs it's telling you about the grapes, you're like, yeah, this, we've discovered this. I had that. I went to a wine tasting evening. I haven't been to many. I I, I don't mind wine. I'm not, 
don't care either way. But I'm not an expert on it by any stretch of imagination. I don't want to be. Um, and I turned up and this guy said, taste this one. It's really good. You can you can have a hint of lychee in it. And I went, that's good. So I bought a couple of bottles of it. Got home and it tastes like lychee juice. <laughs> nothing, hint of lychee nothing subtle juice. about it at all. Yeah. I was like, this is, light, is this lychee wine? It's just, I don't know how they managed to make it taste like that. Yeah, my theory on wine though is the is the uh, uh, wine wine classical music art love it all. Don't want to learn about it. It's far too much to learn. Being a man, you know, being a man, you have to learn crap because can you imagine being a Liverpool fan and not knowing any history? I mean, it'd be horrific. Mm. You know, you've got to any football fan. Like half the half the thing is people testing you. Yeah. Uh, who's the left back in nineteen eighty three? Oh God, I don't know. Uh, yeah. You're not a real fan. That type of thing. Same with music. You know, were you into? Were you into someone before they were called someone or something? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That that sort of nonsense that that you do, and then so you know we've had to put up with that most of our lives, not feeling stupid in a pub conversation, <laughs> not actually knowing the back catalogue or something. So then to take on wine, which is just 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 an endless amount yeah, it's of lifelong. Isn't oh it? my you'll god! Never, you'll never know it. Yeah, this will always be. I've learned wine now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it all. And yeah. then classical music. Yeah. And then art. So so art is easier. I'll tell you how to go through all three. This is my guide to it. Art, you look at it, you go, do I like it or don't I like it? And then does it move me or doesn't it move me? If it doesn't move you, it's not good for you. If it moves you, it's great. Do I like it? If you like it, you could potentially buy it. If you don't like it, which is also good art yeah. as well, don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a cheat for these things. For classical music, I think something like you just learn one person. So I, I picked no. Claude Debussy and I learned a lot about Debussy. Went from there. The cheat with classical music is listen to Classic FM or Radio Three. Yeah, that's the, they pick it all for you. Yeah. Then the cheat for <laughs> then the cheat for uh, uh, wine is if you're going somewhere posh, you get a maitre d bloke come over. What are they call sommelier. Called? Sommelier. That's it. He comes over with his medal on, and you go, which one shall I have? Yeah. And then he and then go a couple cheaper. Or if you're uh, <laughs> Simon Rimmer tells me. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, he's the chef on Sunday brunch. He tells me he owns a load of restaurants that people judge their restaurants on the house wine often. So you're not going to go wrong if you're going to an independent restaurant by going, I'll have your house wine. Mm, yeah. Because you'll usually get more value for a house wine than you will one off the menu because they get judged. Yeah. Someone yeah. told me, a sommelier guy told me once, if there's a weird place, if there's like a Macedonia wine or something like that, pick that because it's on there for a reason yeah. and the sommelier will get really excited because he's obviously <laughs> yeah. put it on there so if you go tell me about this Macedonian one he'd be like yeah like, great and then you win yeah. like sommelier points which is the idea of life yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what is the point of life if it's not to impress sommeliers exactly right yeah <laughs> exactly. anyway don't don't spend ages learning stuff because it's just pointless you know yeah. learn stuff you're just going to push up a stuff there's only a limited brain. amount of time in your life you've only got 24 hours in a day 7 days a week make sure you fill it with stuff that is actually useful for you unless wine is your passion and yeah. do it do you know what I mean mm. so yeah no mm. well you get another choice as well as Guinness Dan oh Dan Tim. Tim Dan doesn't this one could have been anything but I went for neck oil and the reason why is I like the complete opposite scale Guinness with all its tradition and its loveliness and its colour and it's it's you know served in a, a perfect way I love a novelty glass in a pub I love going into a pub and they produce the latest beer with a novelty glass. So it might be the Stella in the, um, what do they call those uh, the glasses? Like a chalice. Chalice, that's yeah. it. And the barman, what they're supposed to do is they're supposed to have this silver thing and they're supposed mm. to be a real big head. And they, if, any, if there's any pubs where they actually do that, I'm like, I'm having that. Yeah. yeah. I love that. So the neck oil, I'll go for that because I quite like a, a, a pale ale. And, uh, and that they serve with the glass with all the paint on it. Yeah. Yes, it's Beaver um, Town, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but any of those, so it could have been any of the bit. I like a beer with a novelty glass, and I and I hate it when you order the beer and they give you just a normal pint glass. I'm like, no, yeah. I, I don't want that. I want the glass where the beer comes in. Yeah. You know, I want the novelty glass, whatever it is. And so sometimes you get a Peroni and it goes in like a, yeah. it's like a vase. Yeah. A yeah. vase of Peroni, yeah, please. Yeah. And it's just like, I like that. It's like, that's brilliant. I want my beer in that vase, please. Stella these days comes in a little almost goblet type thing, doesn't it? It's got yeah. a little ball and the stem yeah, yeah. sort of that's thing. It, that's it, like that's the that. chalice. Yeah. Is that the chalice? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the chalice. The yeah. chalice is the same as a goblet. I, I spoke to somebody who deals with that all the time, Stella, and they get so frustrated because they go around to, because 
it's a European thing. You pull a massive, great big head, mm. and then you sweep it off. They've gone low AVB now, haven't they? Mm. Because of the uh, because of the reputation of Stella, so it's not the really high AVBs anymore. But you're supposed to pour it with a great big head and then knock the foam off. Yeah, but. They they go and spot check all the mm. pubs who sell it. And none of them, <laughs> none of them can be asked to do it. There's a good advert where there's a woman and, and it's all sort of beautifully produced, and she goes through exactly to this sort of and all and it's all these men watching of how to pour it. She's a very glamorous, beautiful woman and doing it's it's a nice ad. You find it on online, and she she shows all the seven steps to pouring the perfect Stella and the, yeah. the knife at the end has to yeah, be 45 yeah. degrees and yeah. stuff. It is really good. All that sort of ritual is yeah. quite nice. Isn't well, it? that's it. I like the ritual. So mm. there's a, with Guinness, there's a ritual. But with the, you know, there's not a ritual with something like Neckor, but it's a nice glass and mm. I'm, I'm buying something in a, in a purpose-built glass. So I, you know, I, I really like that, that concept. Yeah. It's good art. A lot of the craft beer stuff has such great artwork, doesn't it? Well, I'm, yeah, and I'm a, I'm a I'm a sucker for the marketing. Yeah. You know, I really don't care. I I quite like it. I like to be marketed at. Otherwise, what you're going to end up with like Fosters or something at yeah. the pub or so. so I, I don't want that. I want I want to excitement walk in there, and I I like the I like all the what do you call the things where you they pour from the. Pumps, uh, pumps. Yeah, yeah, whatever the things are. Yeah. I like it when they, you know, sometimes you go in there. I was in a pub the other day and they had one which actually had ice on it. I was like, what's that? And they went, oh, it's a new version of something or other. I'm like, I want one of those. Yeah. <laughs> it's got, it's got yeah. ice on it. That's a, that's absolutely amazing. So I love, a, I, love a, I love a marketing gimmick. Do you remember we, for years, not for years, for a couple of years, we ordered uh, Magnus with ice in it. I mean, yeah. absolute yeah. nonsense. Yeah. But we all did buying it. cider. We do chuck ice in it. Chuck ice yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know this. Beaver Town, it's owned by Heineken now. But yeah. uh, do you know who, it was, who started Beaver Town? No. Was can we the, guess? Can you give us? Can we give you? It's can you the give us a son, hint? son of, of a so, musician. So you won't know. Yeah. Son of a musician. Yeah, so maybe uh, James McCartney. No, no. Um, I, I, I know this. Band? Band? Is it Pete pretty Townsend big, or someone like pretty that? Pretty big band. Yeah, I can't. Iron, remember. Iron Maiden. Because they've got a beer, haven't they? Sort of. Because they've got a big beer, right haven't area. they? Right? His name's Logan Plant. Robert Led Plant. Zeppelin, yeah, yeah. Okay, Robert Plant. Well, right. So we just had. So he started. He was in a. He was basically. He was in a. He was in a band, but he liked beer. Was he backed by his dad? I don't. I don't think he was actually. He might have been a little bit. Because they got silly money, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. I'm not saying. Yeah. By the way, I'm a fan of Beaver Town. I'm saying I'm a fan of of, uh, of, of, novel, of, of novelty glassware, and I'll yes. go for the I'll go for the latest pint because I <laughs> because I like being marketed at. Yeah. Long yeah. and I hope that continues yeah. because yeah. you know there's a lot of people go oh, don't like all that marketing stuff. I just love it. Yeah. I think it's great. Oh, there we go. Well, that's that's those are those are um, terrific choices. Mm. One for. It's positioned as the best beer, one for purely on its the aesthetics of yeah, the glassware. Exactly right. Yeah. I, I admire that. Tim, you mentioned you, you present um, Sunday brunch on Channel Four, and you have drinks experts yes. on there a lot. Have you learned a lot from the drinks experts over the years? <sighs> Rum's good, tastes nice. <laughs> <laughs> the takeaway. Yeah, it's, it's, Chat- it's, Sunday's it's, Channel Four. <laughs> it is true. Uh, what have I learned? Um, no, I don't. Not what really. have I learned? I, has, I, has it changed anything? Well, I tell you what I have yeah. learned is an expensive drink. Generally, like let's talk about wines yeah. here. Wines are really hard to do on TV, by the way, because there's no there's no um, there's no theatre with them. They're just a glass of wine. That's why for that's why all the the wine experts go in. And there's a hint, and the top notes are this, yeah. and the, the the body of it is this, because they're trying to trying to sell something which is just a coloured liquid, and it's kind of a tough gig. Whereas if they serve you a cocktail and give you three or four ingredients, you can try and imagine it, you know? And so, mm, yeah. so it's a lot easier to do those. But I've learned that with the wines that generally that you can taste the difference between the expensive ones and the cheap ones. What seems to happen is the taste lasts longer in your mouth as well. Right. So it's a longer taste. But but that's a sort of generalization. I kind of most of the time know the prices. I try not to look, but sometimes I do. But if I don't know the prices, I would say generally there's not a not a rip-off factor which everyone thinks with wine as much mm. as everyone thinks. I think yeah. the, the more sophisticated end that it is more expensive, basically. Yeah. There's also a, a the very cheap wines, like duty, I might get this, duty on wine is a set amount, whatever the wine. It's not a percentage of the cost right. of it sort of thing. So if you're getting a wine for four quid or whatever the cheap bottles of wine are uh, these days, very maybe say right. 20 pence is going on the wine whereas if you're paying a little bit more it might be like yeah. like a pound more might be 50% on the wine so you double the, the sort of 
quality of the it. The other thing quickly. is the cocktail. I think, what's the definition of a cocktail? Three ingredients? I don't know, whatever don't know. it is. Uh, but the, the thing about cocktails is what you're looking for in a good cocktail is one new taste experience, not multiple tastes. So if it's a, if it's a, a, a you know, it's got six different ingredients, you don't want to be able to taste six ingredients. What you want to be able to do is they've all melded into one new taste. And that sounds like a mm, strange thing to yeah. say, but the good cocktail guys who come on my show, they really make you feel like you've had one taste. So it's hitting the notes all of them. I mean, sounding yeah. like one of those wine people. Now, yeah. but you're, you're hitting all the flavors at the same time. And that is kind of the best cocktail. If you're tasting, oh, I can taste the lemon with the, with the, with a whiskey that's not it's got to taste lemony whiskey yeah. one of the best right. barmen in the world is a guy called Sala, uh, Salvatore Calabresi or something uh, he's a good great guy and I might mispronounce his surname there and if I have Salvatore I apologise he used to work at 50 St James's and he had this thing called Spicy 50 Margarita and it was it, it sort of had chilli in it he was one of the first to do that and a vanilla-y type thing in it and mm. you couldn't make out the flavor all you could make out was you could tell it had chili in it because there was a chili as a garnish but all you could make out was i've never tasted anything like this before and it's amazing yeah. because it's kicking like the one thing i've learned by doing on a cooking show is what's exciting about food what they trick you into is it's salt and um sweet and vinegar so they're the three things you want. So if you basically take any ingredient you like, put on it salt, sugar, and vinegar, you'll taste, you'll taste great because it'll hit all the things mm. in your mouth. Because you taste with your nose, not with your mouth. What excites you is the, the, those three things going off. So ketchup, for instance, or, or salad cream, or those sort of things, that's what they're made up of sugar yeah, vinegar course, yeah. and salt and so they whoa, they really and the the new one the new kid on the block which is like the gray squirrel to the red squirrel or the red squirrel is chili which is because it's just making your mouth go on fire everyone's going i want this mm. so you put chili on any food it will taste a bit nicer chili sauce so that's why that's the new kid on the blocks killing out ketchup and that lot so old school is vinegar salt and sugar new school is chili but that's, that's what's going on yeah, yeah. in your mouth that's what i've learned is that good knowledge that's for you great. it's great here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. You get two bottles or cans in your um, middle of the right. water. What's your first choice? So the thing about pubs is I like the pub experience more than I like the alcohol. And I've just, you've, you've caught me on a, 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 a great moment in my life because for me, going to a pub is about drinking alcohol, right? Guinness or whatever I'm drinking. I love I love sitting down and chatting to mates. That's one of life's great mm. pleasures is to sit 
round a table, like for the three of us now are sitting in a pub having a few few drinks. We'd just like we'd be going all over the world talking about all sorts of subjects. It'd be wonderful. And the one thing about alcohol, what it does do, which is because obviously it's poison, it's probably not the greatest thing for you to do in your life, but but it, what it does is it loosens you, you know, it's kind of sort of good for you as it, 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 it de-stresses you slightly. So there are positives to it as well as negatives to it. And the problem is once you've had two or three or four drinks, then you can't stop. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> you just might as well keep going. And there's there's the fundamental problem. Anyway, because I had the operation, as I mentioned, um, I had the hernia operation and, and I want to get back to doing exercise and stuff. I thought the last thing I need to be doing is sticking more poison in my body whilst it's trying to heal itself. But I wanted to go to the pub and meet my friends. So I embarked on non and low alcohol beer. So low is 0.5 or 0.3, some of them, and low. So I've been testing them all. And actually I have to say, you can still have the pub experience without without the alcohol. Now, when I tried this years ago, the beers were so bad that you were like drinking something. Miles, absolutely miles. And so now you can sit there and have a drink of something which has the sort of hoppiness to it or something like that. And actually think, I'm actually partaking here with having a drink. I'm not just sitting eat, drinking water or a Coke or something, what people drink. I'm actually having a sort of beer, but with my friends. So I've now gone down this road and I'm finding it quite exciting because it means that I can drive, meet my friends, yeah. have the two pints of beer. Uh, well, bottles because the pint, the draft stuff. Apparently, a beer bloke was telling me the other day on the show that it's really hard to make non-alcoholic yeah. draft beer oh. because it doesn't it doesn't survive very long oh. in the thing. So it's easier for them to put it in bottles and cans at the moment. So I've been trying to because I want the pub experience and I want to be able to drive and see them and I don't want to go like an hour journey on a you know whatever because I, I come from like yeah. out in Hertfordshire I go out and see my friends there so I can go and do it and I can actually have that experience now so the one I found was a, a, a beer I hope this is the right name but my favourite so far is called Big Drop ah oh and, and that's just appearing on the bar so I don't get alcohol yeah yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is a blow um, yeah that's yeah, it yeah I love yeah. this that's it I love this oh, I they're love brilliant this. This have you tried this well. yeah, yeah, yeah I don't even tried this one but I've tried some of Big Drops I don't want the citrus one, one. I want this one can I try one yeah. of course yeah. you can yeah. we can have, oh, it's called up. Pine Trail Pale Ale which one do you want Dan You can. I don't mind because I've had all of these I get these delivered by the by my milkman Victor what? Because, because they're... Is he supposed to? Or... Yeah. Why have you got a milkman? What, you're living in the 70s. I've got a milkman. I know, yeah. I've started, You've got a milkman started, as well. Yeah. Did you play squash yeah. as well? And eat yeah. Food? yeah. Yeah. When I get, when I get through the pampas grass. <laughs> what the, what's going on? Milkman. That's yeah. great. It's a great and, idea, and they, though, isn't it? Yeah, milkman? and they, they're quite lively, those. Um, which one do you want, Ruby? I don't mind. Oh, oh, let me go for the, the citrus the one citrus. then, because if Tim's having that one, we can compare and contrast. Um, yeah, and I saw it on the, on the, on the milk the milk people that delivered to me, I saw it on their website and I was and I was exactly the same as you. I thought, oh, I want to try Well, that. I think, don't, 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 we've got a cheers. Oh, cheers. Yeah, 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 come wait. on. Cheers, Robbie. Yeah, in Catalonia, if you cheers. That's good. And then don't look someone cheers. in the eye when you have your first drink, you get seven years bad sex. I, I, I can't do another seven. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that a fact? Is that, is that proven? That's science. That's Catalonian that science. So this, That's the way this works, though, is it's 0.5. And my beer expert was telling me by them leaving... 0.5, they said, is the same as like a mouldy banana alcohol levels. Right. Mm. So it's not going to get you drunk. But it's enough to give it the edge over zero, yeah. where they have to try and take all the alcohol out. This just has a, has a like a, you know, like yeah. a, a tiny little bit, which gives it a slight And they... Slight edge. I think this one I've read they do slightly differently to other uh, no alcohol beers. In the others, they take they brew it and then they take the alcohol yes. out. Whereas this, they just brew it up to 0.5 percent. You'll probably know a bit yeah. better more yeah. than I do. I Robert. think this works well though in um, in the fact that it's a pale ale. I think mm. so far in, in in my little journey, I'm so glad you've done this. It's really quite exciting because yeah. because obviously I've been. Um, uh, it's a pretty new thing for me to be doing this. But uh, I think this marketplace is going to really grow as well. Yeah. Because I think people like me love pubs, but don't want to get drunk all the time or don't want to constantly yeah. drink and they want to drive and they want to do stuff like that. So I, th- so I think this is, gonna, this is a growth market. But because I like pale ales, 
this tastes more like a pale ale mm. than a fake lager. Yeah. A low alcoholic lager yeah, yeah. tastes like a yeah, lager. Definitely, they taste the, the lager ones taste like sweet and not quite right. Whereas this t- tastes like, oh, I love this. Good. Yeah. Hopefully, Big Drop will listen to this and yeah. send me a crate load. Of yeah, <laughs> and 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 all of us really. If Big Drop are not tight, um, <laughs> pa- Paradiso Citra IPA I'm having, and this is absolutely lovely. Mm. A ro- lovely sort of that's it. Really nice that taste. I'd happily drink this. Yeah, now. it's nice, isn't it? Do you know what I do? In, in in Norwich, you can generally... Ghost ship is in a lot of pubs, and there's a 0.5% ghost ship that's decent. It comes in a bottle. And if I'm out for a bit of a session, I'll maybe chuck every third pint, I'll chuck it in as a no-alcohol one. So you still get right, that drinking okay. bit, but you're not having the issues that you would have if you drank seven pints of yeah. lager or something. Just chuck it in every now and then. So when people like Big Drop nail the draft, that's when it's game yeah. changer because you look, you go, you know, whatever you've got on your taps there, yeah. you've got your Stella and your Peroni and everything. And then you go, okay, I've got a Big Drop. Let's try yeah. the Big Drop. And then if it comes and they pour it in a pint like that, I think that will be real game changer for them. I've had Big Drop at their festival before as, again, for a sort of, I don't want to drink all day. See, I think thing, I think what we really. do is we forget the importance of a pub, right? Because most places now, I mean, apologies, I've never had a religion, but most of us aren't going to the church on a Sunday. So there's not a meeting place there. When you've got kids, you, there's a meeting place at the school. But as soon as the kids have grown up and left or you don't have kids, then there's not a meeting place there. Where is it in the community that you can meet? Like before mobile phones, wherever you lived, you would say, I'll meet you at the pub. Mm. And you'd meet at the pub before you go out or you meet somewhere because you had to meet. You couldn't just stand on the corner of the road. Yeah. So that a pub was a great place. So also, if you were bored, you'd go, I'll go down the pub and see who's there because everyone would be using a local pub or the same pub. Yeah. With the mobile phone culture now, you don't have to do that. You can text them, how long will it take mm. you to get there? I'll meet you there. I'll meet you on the corner of the street because, you know, you're minutes away from, yeah. from gr- greeting and sit, seeing each other. And I think people forget the importance of pubs. And, and the, there's nothing better than what we're doing here, having a conversation between us. And yet, putting the low alcohol experience in it means that I can still do the pub, mm. still do it, and not have to get drunk. And yeah. not have to, you'd have to sit there on a Tuesday. I don't want to get drunk on a Tuesday. Yeah. You go, I don't have to. I can just yeah. go and sit and drink one of these and feel great tomorrow morning because I've got a big meeting yeah. or something. The importance of pubs. Yeah. We, need to, we need to make sure we're looking after pubs, I think. Yeah. Not because we're promoting alcohol, because we're promoting conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And there's never more of an important time than now to get conversation going because we are becoming very lonely with our yeah. Netflix addictions and our mobile phone addictions. Mm, yeah. Get yourself out, get down a pub, get some pub quiz going. Yeah do whatever you have to do. And if you can drink some low alcohol beer, then and if they can get these better and better. But this is the first one, big drop that I've tasted, that I've thought, oh, I could drink yeah, it all really night. Oh, yeah. it's the same. When I first it's got just... it, I went, oh, this is nice. Mm. Yeah, it's absolutely lovely. Yeah. yeah, when you go out on a, and drive to a pub and you have alcohol-free beers or uh, don't drink, when, you, when you're getting home, you feel so smug. As you're going to bed, yeah. I just think... I got home so easily. I didn't have to get a taxi. It didn't cost me any Heads money to get back. Yeah. You know I'm going to wake up and have a great sleep. I wake up in the morning feeling amazing. Yeah. I feel it. like I'm the spokesman for pubs here. But but the, the, the other thing that people forget about pubs, which is important, is I don't know. Yeah, I know where Robbie grew up. I don't know where you grew up, Dan. But there will be a local pub everywhere. I know Robbie's adopted one where he lives now in uh, out of Norwich. But, you know, there's there's always the local pub when you go to the local pub you know if you're a young kid and you're into dance music these days you'll just go to where dance music is or you go to wherever the, the the thing you're into is whereas the local pub is a place where all ages generations and mm. cultures mix and that is an important thing in society the irish pub the one i talk about when the pubs start closing or they start getting later about 11 o'clock and the trad music starts all sorts of people wander mm, in. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's just people watching. You've got old people, young people, kids dressed yeah. up to go out. Kids, and they all come to this pub because there's a bit of music on yeah. before they go out. And it's just that wonderful thing of actually seeing what other people are and like. You're all in quite a small space together. Yeah. It's where else does that that sort of thing? And you're happen. at the bar and you see someone. You go, oh, where are you off to tonight? Because they're dressed up. And then they go, oh, we're off to. So and it's like yeah. a conversation yeah. started. You know, it's like it's wonderful. And that's what pubs bring people together. Where else are we coming together? You know, there's nowhere else we're coming together. Mm. I don't. I can't think of it at the moment. What's your second bottle or can? Oh, second bottle. I've gone for Bollinger. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol-free Bollinger? No, no. Uh, I don't know whether I was allowed that. I think you were, yeah, you are allowed. Oh, yeah, right, sure. okay. Because yeah. I do, I do think want. a night out, you know, if you're feeling a bit flash and you go for uh, a night out and you think, okay, tonight I'm just going to have a 
have a bit of champagne. I don't know anything about champagne, by the way. I said Bollinger because that's the one I would order if I yeah. went because it's, <laughs> it's the one I recognise, yeah. right? Yeah. The marketing of Bolly. Oh, yeah. Bolly. Yeah. I'll have a I'll have a glass of Bolly. Um, so yeah, so I just thought, you know, why not go a bit flash? You know, I'm TV's Tim Lovejoy. Uh, I've got an image to uphold <laughs> yeah. here. People got to think that I'm a bit flash. I'm on the telly, multi billionaire, yeah. and so I would have a night out on the Bolly. Yeah, Bolly and crisps. <laughs> what crisps goes with Bolly? Oh, they all do. They all it's do. A, it's a it's a great uh, accompaniment to Bolly. There is something nice though, and I have to say this, and I'm really sorry to all the what's the Italian one called? Prosecco. Uh, Prosecco. It's crap. <laughs> it's crap. I mean, Carver's better than Prosecco. I, yes, but yeah, I mean, I don't. Carver, I wouldn't man. say. I'm not going to rule out all of Prosecco. Um, but I will say I much prefer carbon. It goes. It go. This is the order it goes. Right, champagne, because it's tradition and it's got a name. And I'm a marketing um, man's uh, you dream. Know, dream. Yeah. Then it goes English sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. Which is stunning. Yep. We've really nailed the market there. Then yeah. Carver, then Prosecco. How they've managed to market Prosecco to the whole world, I have no idea because it's really quite sweet. Carver was the big dog of the cheap champion wines in about 2000. It's, it, Prosecco's yeah, it just gone well. like that. I think it's yeah. sweet. It's too sweet. Yes, so do I. I think, I think Carver tastes like champagne in the same sort of... In the sort of well, in the not sweetness, if I want yeah. a better phrase. I love Carver. I think it's yeah, the champagne got, of the streets. There's a nice uh, <laughs> street champagne. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Do you know um, there's a famous quote about champagne, which I I sort of had heard, but I'd sort of think, oh yeah, I have heard that. Which, but that was by Lily Bollinger. She like she like married into the Bollinger family. Oh really? Okay. And when her husband died, she took it over in 1941, and she became like a sort of great promoter of the brand. And she got interviewed in. Uh, the early 60s by the mail and they said um, they asked her when do you drink when do you drink champagne and she goes uh, I drink it when I'm happy and when I'm sad sometimes I drink it when I'm alone when I have company I consider it obligatory I trifle with it if I'm not hungry and drink it when I am otherwise I never touch it unless I'm thirsty <laughs> <laughs> great quote so years and years ago I, I used to years and years ago I used to go clubbing when I was a kid and I was a bit maybe I was quite young I was in like late teens and I was going to all these trendy clubs in the West End and uh, and hanging out and there was a lot of lot of drug stuff going on around me and a lot of obviously alcohol as Robbie knows I don't do drugs but I was at that stage where I could possibly start doing drugs and I remember this this uh, woman saying to me um, I became quite good friends with her and she was a lot older than me and she said the thing what people don't understand about drugs Tim is you have to work out what they do for you and there's no point in smoking weed if you're going to a dance club like people do it all the time. If it's the if it if it brings you down and makes you sort of tired or mellow like that, and you're in the middle of a dance club, you want something which takes you up. People just take drugs for drugs' sake to 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 change their life, basically what they're in now, change their reality a bit. To work out what drugs do for you, and then work out what they do. And I thought that same principle should happen with alcohol. Mm. So you know when you've had too many beers and you're starting to slur, as you yeah. say, you're throwing yeah. a, a, a non-alcoholic glass of water or something because yeah. you're because you're not having fun anymore. No, eyes yeah. thrown up over Frank Lampard's shoes. Yeah, thrown up like or your yeah. eyes are going or you're something. You're like, I'm not having yeah. fun anymore. Mm. I've got to stop drinking because I want to get back. You know that sort of stuff. But it's I know for a fact that I would never drink whiskey on a night out because it's just it makes me really argumentative. Yeah. It makes me slightly slow. You know, it's, it, 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 you know, it's just like I would never drink port or something like that. Mm. Red wine's not a good night out drink yeah. for me. Champagne and tequila, woo! Yeah. They like if you drink champagne, I'm having fun. Or if I want to have one yeah. a night where yeah, I'm having, yeah. if I go out with you two now and we go out to down the pub and we start drinking bolly, we're gonna be laughing. <laughs> yeah. In an hour's time, we'll be laughing. Right? It makes and you feel it. like good. It makes you, like you never have. Something about the bubbles, Bolly, uh, something about it. Just, and I think that's what people have to do with their alcohol is work yeah. out what it does for you and, uh, you know, and, uh, and understand, drink drink the drink for the right occasion. Do you that, think that's... That, sorry, that's why champagne's for weddings and yeah. stuff, mm. because they want you to be up. Mm. That's why, you know. Do you think it makes you feel that way because of the times you've had it before? As in, do you think it's because you associate champagne with weddings and fun and all that? Or do you think it's the taste of the drink? I think well, when I do, when I do champagne, I like to do champagne when you're not supposed to. 
that's when right. I like to do it. So it's like a Monday <laughs> night and you, you go out and go, let's drink champagne. That's why yeah. I, yeah. I like to do it unusual times. Yeah. You know? yeah, obviously to fit the image of yeah. the TV's Tim Lovejoy, yeah, yeah, yeah. showbiz, Playboy, all that sort of stuff, yeah, you know. Yeah. But, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, what, that's what I like to do. I like to, I like to do it on a random night out and just say, yeah. to, I, what I like to do is if I'm with someone, just the, the, this person, say you're in a restaurant or yeah. someone comes over and you just go, uh, just a bottle of champagne, please. And everyone looks, what, what, what are we doing here? Why is, why, yeah. is doing why is he doing that? And the champagne comes and they think, why are we drinking champagne in the middle of a meal? And yeah. then they're suddenly an hour later, they go, this is a good idea. Yeah. Another three of those, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. like, it's one of those That's things. Chuck it in every time. Time. Granddad's yeah. dead. Let's crack open the bolly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's something about bolly as well. That I like the name. I, it I does think sound it's, good, doesn't I it? think it's been used because Ab Fab and all that sort yeah. of stuff. I think you just associate bolly. And the packaging of bolly is brilliant. I mean, whenever yeah. you get a bottle of bolly out, it looks good. Yeah. The bottle's heavy, yeah. Yeah. you know, and every, everyone always pours it. They stick their thumb in the hole for yeah. you. Know, everyone thinks they know a little bit about champagne. Yeah. No one knows anything. Yeah. You know? And I promise you, if you want, if you want to try good, good like, champagne type stuff, the English sparkling wines now are the They're best. Amazing. Alex James is doing one from Blur. Uh, it's unbelievably good. I promise you. So you know, try those. They're fantastic. Okay, phones away, put a gag on Siri, it's quiz time. Elvis's black belt was in karate. I saw it on QI. No half points for saying JK Rowling is the lead singer of Jamiroquai. Moira Stewart. No, I'm afraid it was Gordon Honeycomb. Uh, Tim, do you like a pub quiz? I used to run one. Brown Dog in Barnes did a few nights there. It was very good. Do I like it? You're happy um, for people to go to the bun, Brown Dog in Barnes. You're not bothered <laughs> about keeping that one secret. No, no, they, no they, they, I don't do the pub quiz there anymore. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I used to do great rounds. Like I used to do uh, in my pub quiz, I used to do things like um, guess the flavour of crisps and stuff. I'd, I'd make it so there was like drinks and eating and stuff as well as oh, other things. Nice. And then what I would do is uh, um, you instill this by the way if you're running a pub quiz because I think people get bored in between the rounds I used to do a FA Cup of like a cup round so I'd get tables pitching against you so there'd be two prizes oh, okay. for the evening oh. and so you'd do uh, how many da 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 are there in da da oh how yeah. long is the da 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 and they go so this is only you go okay what's your guess let's see who's closest yeah, and, uh, that's really that's good. A good idea. and then you, you get through so there's a final as well so there's one because there's always one team of idiots who are doing yeah. it but I'd do the uh, I only used to do one round which was the pub ball round which was proper pub quiz and the rest mm. of them was like entertainment round yeah mail online headline round <laughs> I did it, I, and people loved it because everyone could get it yeah you know, it was aimed at people like me stupid people you know? <laughs> so who have got no uh, not well-read people so yeah i, I enjoy yeah i like yeah. a pub quiz but um but oh you've got a pub quiz question yeah. well, you're in a, a lot of pressure on dan with an actual pub quiz master yeah, here i will know i honestly i won't get any well, of the questions i'm right. dreadful what, at these what, i don't think i've ever won what i thought we'd do i do enjoy in, it but i won't it, get one right yeah well i thought we'd do in honor in honor because you're soccer i am people oh god it's not football. i thought we'd do football oh god oh god i'll get, no, I'll get nothing these and days. this is a game that uh while you guys are working on um soccer am i was working on uh, the last uh, iteration in 2004 of Fantasy Football League before the before the current one, and uh, John Smith, who's a mate of ours, yeah, uh, who knows everything about football. Like it was quicker to ask him than Google stuff when we were working on that show. It's, it's just insane. He used to play this with us. He used to play this game with us in the office. I sort of stolen that idea. And what it is is I'm going to list clubs, and it's a footballer's career through clubs and you've got to tell me you've got to tell me who right. those footballers are all of these are players i haven't it's not they're not obscure players you'll you'll know them okay. so just I'm, i haven't gone for like some some player you've never heard of okay. you will know them. paul so, gascoigne yeah, yeah. No, it's not paul gascoigne. okay so question one spurs gary Mabin. dulwich hamlet on loan you don't guess now ifk right. hasselholm on loan qpr portsmouth aston villa norwich on loan Southampton, Liverpool, Portsmouth again, Spurs again, Stoke, Burnley. Spurs, Dulwich Hamlet on loan, IFK Hasselholm on loan, QPR, Portsmouth, Aston Villa, Norwich yeah, got on loan. It. I, think okay. I think I might have it. Number two. Oh no, Norwich. C on loan. I might be wrong. On loan it was, the Norwich one. Second one. 
CSKA Sofia, Bayer Leverkusen, Spurs, Man United, Fulham, Monaco, PAOK, Kerala Blasters. I know who that is, but I can't yeah. think of his name. Yeah. So, do it again, sorry. I've got CSKA Sofia, Bayer Leverkusen, Spurs, Man United, Fulham, Monaco, oh, PAOK, Kerala Blasters. Okay. And the third one, oh. West Brom, Sheffield Wednesday, Leeds United, Southampton, Nottingham Forest, Coventry, Watford on loan, Sheffield Wednesday on loan, Stockport County, Dublin City, Mansfield Town. God, there's just literally no idea of that one. Do that one more time. West Brom, Sheffield Wednesday, Leeds United, Southampton, Nottingham Forest, Coventry, Watford on loan, Sheffield Wednesday on loan, Stockport County, Dublin City, Mansfield Town. Okay. Mm, okay. okay. Those are the questions. And that is the end of the first half of The Moon Underwater. For those of you who do not support the podcast on Patreon, if you do, it will continue in one glorious episode. And if you don't subscribe, you can head to moonunderpod.com and sign up. We'll see you soon in part two. We'll continue creating Tim's Dream Pub. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.